0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Bible Code. Does the veil of the tabernacle point to DNA? Does it also point to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Promised seed. That is our topic for today. For a copy of the transcripts, please go to www.dnainthebible.com. Before we start this lesson, I'd like to point out that there is a couple of numbers that we are going to be looking at. Number 5, number 26, 23, and 46, the two numbers for chromosomes in the human body. If that any time you do not understand what these numbers mean, go to the website, look up Does the Veil of the Tabernacle Point to DNA? And there you will find links. Links when i mention certain numbers please investigate those links check out what those numbers mean because it will enrich your understanding for how amazing these vessels specifically what we're talking about today the veil how it points to the promised seed jesus christ and the salvation message so let us begin i'd like everybody to turn to hebrews chapter 10 verse 20 my goal here is to begin by sharing Exactly what the veil is, so we're all on the same page before diving into the deep end. The scripture reads, By a new and living way, which He hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20, that we just read, is making a direct link between the veil and the flesh of Jesus Christ. What a beautiful picture. You can think of the veil of His flesh being rent, that we have access now through the blood. I know it's very descriptive, but this is what we need to think about. The Bible is very descriptive when it comes to the blood of Jesus Christ and that we do need to be washed in his blood. Walking through the veil that is his body, we have access to the Father because he doesn't see our sins. He sees the blood of Jesus Christ on us and we are washed. So let us begin this study, checking out the number 26 now when it comes to the veil and the King James Bible defines this number, 26, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the first time that veil is mentioned in the Bible, it happens to be the 26th chapter of Exodus. Again, coincidence, the same number that God defines as the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us take a look at Matthew chapter 27, verse 51. It is talking about the temple veil, and in this particular passage, There's precisely 26 words, and it reads, And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. Now there is another passage of scripture, this time using the number 23. Now I've mentioned in the past, and I will say it again so that we're all on the same page. 23 and 46 are both numbers used for human DNA. 23 is the number of chromosomes from a father, as well as from a woman, so that the human body totals 46. Keep in mind, Jesus Christ is the promised seed. And we just read in Hebrews in the beginning of this study that he, his flesh, is the veil. Are we going to see mention then of 23 and 46 for the veil? Well, let's take a look at Luke 23, verse 45, and it reads, And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the mist. So we have three particular examples here. First mention of the veils in the 26th chapter of Exodus. Matthew 27, 51 has 26 words mentioning that the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. And then we have in Luke 23, verse 45, the mention of the veil being rent in the mist. But there's another important code I'd like to point out, and that is using the two different spellings of the word veil. V E I L and V A I L. If you were to put both of those into pure Bible search, you would discover that in the book of Exodus, these two words together are found in 16 chapters. Is that a coincidence? That is a number for love. John 3 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Why is this interesting? Again, the number 16 is the number for love. And veil, in both of its spellings, are found in 16 chapters in the book of Exodus, the book where we get the pattern for the tabernacle. Again, what does this pattern point to? As defined in Hebrews, the pattern points to Jesus Christ. It's a shadow. Again, how many times is something that appears to be coincidental you add up all these coincidences, does it start to point to a design in the Bible, an orchestrated mind. Let's take a look now at what went into the making of the veil. And we'll find that in Exodus chapter 26, verse 31. There are five particular descriptive words used that make up the veil. This particular passage, I will go ahead and read it. And thou shalt make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen of cunning work. With cherubims shall it be made. I used all five of these words that are descriptive for the making of the veil, blue, purple, scarlet, linen, and cherubims. These five words I put into pure Bible search, and what did I find? That all five of these words together are found in 23 books of the Old Testament. Keep in mind, the pattern that was given to Moses in the Old Testament is a shadow, according to the book of Hebrews, of Jesus Christ, who was the fulfillment of all of it. Jesus Christ, again, is the promised seed, and the veil is his flesh. Should we be surprised to see that 23 is linked to these five descriptive words that make up the veil? I also want to clarify at this moment that in no way am I saying that Jesus Christ is a created being. Jesus said time and again that God was his father, so that you are aware that phrase, my father, speaking of God, is found 50 times in the New Testament. Jesus Christ and his shed blood for the sins of the world allow believers access to the Holy of Holies. This was a plan from the beginning of time. In fact, the very first mention of the seed of the woman, which was Jesus Christ, is found in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, if you would like to go and check that out. So let us continue our study, uh, this time now turning to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. There is a phrase here that I would like to show you that, again, how do we have access into the Holy of Holies? By the blood of Jesus. So Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 reads, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. How do we enter into the holy, the holiest? By the blood of Jesus. I put that phrase into pure Bible search, and what did I find? I found that it is found seven times, in seven chapters, in seven verses, and six books. Let's break that down for a moment. Do you think it's just coincidental, the number seven, for spiritual perfection? Seven times, in seven chapters, and in seven verses, and found in six books six is the number for the weakness of man he became man the flesh the word was made flesh and dwelt among us it says so in John chapter 1 verse 14 do you think that's just a coincidence that this phrase was used precisely for the number divine perfection and the weakness of man describing the plan of God to save mankind I don't think so so we just looked at the veil, the specific details that make it up and its symbolic connection to the flesh of Jesus Christ. Without the veil being rent, we would not have access to the most holy place. Would it surprise you that the phrase most holy is found 46 times in the King James Bible? Now again, what is 46? It's the number of chromosomes in the human body. Jesus Christ became flesh that we can have a relationship through his blood with the Father. The book of Exodus and Leviticus are the two books revealing where the pattern for the tabernacle originated and the feasts and sacrifices. These two books contain the phrase most holy seven times and 13 times within their pages. Why is that interesting? Well, we just covered for a moment ago that seven is spiritual perfection. So, and what is the number 13? Well, number 13 is for depravity and rebellion. If you have not checked out the number 13, it's a humongous number to study. But what is fascinating by the number 13 is is that God became this number, depravity and rebellion. Uh, Interesting side note, Revelation 13 is when Antichrist is introduced. Take a look at Genesis 13, 13, first mention of the word sinners, speaking of Sodom and Gomorrah. God puts these little tidbits, these little nuggets in there if you're looking to show he put the Bible together. I'd like to end this study on why do these studies? Because God uses numbers in an extraordinary and specific way. This consistency proves that the Bible's author is God, not man. Studying Bible numbers is like learning proof of the flood. Ancient artifacts that reveal man's intelligence and the history of the Bible. To pass over the use of numbers in the Bible is like passing over a unique language because numbers are a language in the Bible. Think about for a moment. Just your day. You wake up at a certain time. You sleep a certain number of hours. Each day is a new date on the calendar. We are surrounded by numbers. You have so many chromosomes in your body. God created these numbers Numerology puts power in numbers. Numerology is a false religion. It's a false belief system. There is not power in numbers. Numbers should glorify God along with everything else in creation. God seems to use numbers and orders them like a thread through the word, a red thread, to convey a deep meaning to what the word already says. It's like a seal of approval, a second witness. God's been here. God is here, and he is in control. I hope you join me next time on another edition of The Bible Code.